Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you, are you ready? The 400th Garage Logic Podcast. Wow. Nice. June 11th. A party. June 11th, 2020. <laughs> GL number 400. 96 degrees on this day in 1956 when they were in the middle of a four straight record setting days in 1956. And it was as low as 40 degrees in 1903. Yep. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Boys, you know how it's Positive Thursday? Sure. Forget that. Not a chance in hell. I, I just, I just, I just can't find it. We're going to talk about statues. Uh, the statue of Christopher Columbus that had been on the Minnesota Capitol grounds since 1931, a gift uh, to the state by an Italian American group, that was toppled yesterday. Uh, protesters threw a rope around the statue and pulled it down. Pulled it off its granite pedestal on the northeastern corner of the Capitol Mall. The protesters included Dakota and Ojibwe Indians, and they said they consider Columbus a symbol of genocide against Native Americans. They said they had tried many times to remove it through the political process, but without success. <clears throat> State Patrol troopers in helmets who provide security at the Capitol complex stood by at a distance but did not try to stop the protesters who celebrated afterward with Native Americans singing and drumming. <clears throat> so I've been trying to work up uh, my contempt for this act, and I can't. Uh, really? I can't. I can't. Uh, Christopher Columbus, as we know now through the prism of the modern times, uh, certainly committed atrocities when he arrived in what he thought was the new land. And, uh, well, just to put it in a simple way, can you blame an Indian for being angry at a Columbus statue? I can't. I guess the only problem I had, I didn't I didn't give one way or another what, what happened with the statue. I, I had a problem, the fact that they just let him do it, and there wasn't really much resistance. That's the only problem I had. Isn't that a pick-your-battles type of thing, Chris? I guess, but I, I'm just worried about the precedent it's going to set. Because all of a sudden now, if, if I get a group of 100 people and I don't like X, X Y, and Z figure, let's go tear it down. I, I don't like that precedent that's being set. Well, first of all, the, the precedent has already been set. set. Uh, if for local purposes, let's just call it Lake Calhoun. Yep. Uh, that one I still hold in contempt because the name was not named for John C. Calhoun because he owned slaves. It was named for Calhoun because his officers out here doing some surveying thought they were uh, polishing an apple for him. It had nothing to do with slave ownership. Here's, here's the deep thought, though, from the Garage Logic Service Road of Life. I certainly can understand the anger in getting rid of the Columbus statue. But with this movement, the movement being the mystery, continuing to gain strength, all statues will come down. 
the, the default button is because they were white people. Uh, the the, wash, the uh, uh, Mount Rushmore will have to go. Uh, there's already, where's the piece from the always reliable Mysterian network CNN uh, where a commentator was calling for the removal of the statues of uh, Washington and Jefferson from the Capitol. Jeez. Mm-hmm. I'll find wow. it here. I got it. You got to just be patient you with me. You can get it. I mean, it's I, there. I, I got it. Uh, just have to find it. Somebody named Angela Rye, R-Y-E, a CNN person. I don't know her. Uh, is calling for the statues of George Washington and Thomas Jefferson to come down. She did this on the network today. American history is not all glorious. George Washington was a slave owner. We need to call slave owners out for what they are. Whether we, whether we think they were protecting American freedom or not, he wasn't protecting my freedoms, the network contributors said. Uh, to me, I don't care if it's George Washington statue or Thomas Jefferson. They all need to come down. Well, she has, uh, she will gain sympathy with that uh, notion. She's uh, wholly unfamiliar with a Democrat named JFK. Oh, I have his quote here. Uh, JFK. She is, in fact, a Democrat, Joe. Of course. I've got her bio here. Yeah. On April 29, 1962, John F. Kennedy was hosting a dinner at the White House for the uh, Nobel Prize winners of the Western Hemisphere. And he said, I think this is the most extraordinary collection of talent, of human knowledge, that has ever been gathered together at the White House, with the possible exception of when Je- Thomas Jefferson dined alone. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's a great quote. Yeah. That's, that's brilliant. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson... Uh, was a gentleman of 32 years old who could calculate an eclipse, survey an estate, tie an artery, plant an edifice, try a cause, break a horse, and dance the minuet. Oh, but and now that's Thomas Jefferson, a, a yeah. little bit of his talents. But but Thomas Jefferson will be held. Uh, here's the problem. What's the problem, bruh? Too many people are not only getting away with hating this country. But they are transforming their hatred of it into a complete reformation of the country. Uh, no statue is safe. None. Uh, because the country will be found by Mysterians to have been... Uh, oh, what the hell was that? That was John That was dog. my dog. <laughs> well, you shook him up. You rattled him with all this, Joe. <coughs> Poor dog. God almighty. I love this. Where were you now? Rewind the tape. I'm thoroughly distracted. Here's more from Angela Rye. We have to get to the heart of the problem here. The heart is the way many of us were taught American history. American history is not all glorious. Uh... I, I disagree about George Washington. George Washington was a slave owner. We need to call slave owners out for what they are. Whether we think they were protecting American freedom or not, he wasn't protecting my freedoms. Well, you weren't around, Angela. I wasn't someone my ancestors weren't deemed human beings. To me, I don't care if it's George Washington or Thomas Jefferson. They all need to come down. I'm not wow. feeding into white supremacy. Well, of, of course you are, whoever you are. Uh, yes, you are. And that's the problem. The default button will be white, and the nation yeah. will be claimed to have been built on a false premise. The nation will be claimed to have been uh, 
I still can't find the word. Uh, it's a fake. It'll be a fake nation, and and it'll have to be rebuilt uh, in the eyes of inclusivity and diversity, and the contributions made, the contributions made by the likes of Thomas Jefferson and and George Washington will be disqualified because they were white. Why, why can't we just learn from this? Keep the statues, keep the monuments, move forward, make the changes. And even yeah, I'm, I'm with Kenny. And, and here's the other problem: so when all of these, it. when all of these woke individuals continue down this path, we're never going to stop. I mean, what, what's going to make them happy? Well, I said that. I said that to Calhoun. It can't stop. It won't. I got an interesting email from Jay Whithoft. Oh, I, I think he's, I'm sure he's a GLer, but he's got some deep thoughts. He said, I'm going to pull a dangerous move for a civilian here and attempt a preemptive link. You've made comments in the past about removing history related to efforts to remove artifacts or names that some people find offensive or at best not worth celebrating. I actually thought about Garage Logic as I watched the statue of Christopher Columbus get pulled down yesterday, and a link began to form in my unpracticed brain pan between that and Bidet Makaska. Isn't one way to look at this that people are not attempting to remove history, but rather to actually inform people about history? It's fairly beyond dispute that Columbus was a problematic historic figure and personally responsible for unspeakable crimes against humanity. So I offer between the options of having a statue of him standing outside of our capital or seeing a group of people tearing it down in anger, which is a better lesson in the real history of Christopher Columbus. Between having a lake named Calhoun and a lake named Bidet Makaska, which is a better daily reminder of the actual history of this area. Between having a statue of Jefferson Davis standing proudly in a town square and having it removed from misguidedly celebrating the traitorous leader of an armed rebellion, which more thoroughly reminds the people accurately of who, of who Jefferson Davis actually was? I don't believe that people are attempting to erase history by these actions. I believe they are working to shine a light on it. A lot of information can be hidden behind the mask of a monument or symbol, and a lot can be revealed about how people react to a monument or symbol. What that reaction reveals can be very uncomfortable for everyone involved on both sides of a given issue, but I am not convinced that leaving monuments and names in place simply because they've been there a long time is really the best way to provoke discussion and understanding of actual human events and, as a result, increase our understanding of history. I think it may do the opposite. Jay. Well, he's got some, he's got some interesting thoughts there. Oh, excellent thoughts. He's got uh, some great I thoughts I like there. that. A great opening for a great debate. Hmm. But here's the problem. That debate but, will not be had. No, that's that debate just will a, not. Because we have, yeah. be, we have lost our grace, we have lost our civility, we have lost our reason, we have lost our moral and ethical integrity. And I, I believe that uh, every founder of this country who was white will be found guilty of, of being white. That, if, even if they didn't own slaves, that will be their crime. They were white. That... We I think that's where we're headed, Kenny. We can't erase history. We can't erase history. We have to acknowledge our past. We all do individually. We talk about what S heels we were as kids. <laughs> we own it. 
We and we live with it, and yeah. it made us who we are today. And why doesn't that hold? Why isn't that true for the country? Because the country's too divided. People of color believe the country was founded uh, uh, to oppress them. And well, the, they're not wrong. Well, uh, well, the country. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That, that that statement. Let me withdraw that statement. The country was not founded to repress them, but they have been, or had been, repressed by this country. But it, it uh, wasn't founded for the sole fair purpose enough. to to repress them. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. But my point is, we've lost it. We we've lost yeah. it. Yeah. Here's yeah. a perfect uh, a perfect tweet. And if you're not following Thomas Sowell on Twitter, then you're severely missing out. Four hours ago, he tweeted the following. Have we reached the ultimate stage of absurdity where the, where some people are held responsible for things that happened before they were born, while other people are not held responsible for what they themselves are doing today? That could not be more perfect. Yeah. That's right. That's, that's, that's a good that's, one. That's, that's right. That's right. The other problem is there's no reason, reasoning. It, it becomes a freight train. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like you said, Joe, it's just going to boom. You'll see him falling like that. You're either with us or you're against us. Yeah, yeah, nobody stops to think. I mean, I can see some Confederate statues coming down. I have no problem with that for various reasons, but it, it doesn't well, matter. You're, you're playing the game. You're playing the game. And we all are. Which, we, I can yeah. understand Columbus. I can understand yeah, the totally. Confederate statues. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah. But it's all going to become bigger than that. The mystery mm-hmm. is winning. The mystery is winning by the simple act of toppling statues, because what must be brought about then is what the mystery is intended to bring about from the beginning, and that is developing a country that we personally will not recognize. It will be the abolishment of this country's yeah. traditions and history and, and uh, opportunity. It will, become, it will become something completely different. Because because the more this continues, because everyone can say, well, sure, I can understand, I can understand uh, uh, getting rid of Columbus, uh, I can understand uh, getting rid of the uh, uh, Confederate statues, I can understand renaming army bases that were named for Confederate uh, polit- uh, soldiers, I can understand uh, NASCAR banning the uh, Confederate flag, I can understand Bubba, what's Bubba's last name? Washington Wa- Wallace. Bubba, I can understand Bubba Wallace racing a Black Lives Matter car. I can understand all of that. That's not even in, that's Bubba Wallace's car is not the analogy. I can understand the statues and the Confederate flag in Columbus, and, but it will never stop. No, because that's it, what that, I mean. It's a freight yeah, train. Yeah. But it will, that'll never be enough. That'll never yep. be enough to bring about the mystery. To bring about the mystery, I, I believe, is the elimination of any history developed by white people. Here we go, from the Rolling Stone. John, you're gonna have to help me here. I'm familiar with the group, but I have no idea, and you guys are gonna have to explain it because I'm the scan bucket. I know what you're gonna say. The country trio, Lady Antebellum, have decided to drop (laughs) the latter half of their group name, shortening it to simply Lady A, a nickname they've already been using for years, the Grammy Award-winning band, blah, blah, blah. Quote, We've watched and listened more than ever these last few weeks, and our hearts have been stirred with conviction, our eyes opened wide to the injustices, inequality, and biases black women and men have always faced and continue to face every day. Now, blind spots we didn't even know existed have been revealed, they wrote. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to need help on that one. The antebellum South, Chris, was uh, the South before the Civil War, late 17, uh, 18th century, I guess it would be, okay. up to the Civil War. So mm-hmm. so to them, the antebellum South is 
you know, when things were good, when we had but slaves. wasn't that? that so that's why they're But the out. references basically where they're from. It has nothing to do with celebrating that, right? Yeah, I, I don't get it, but yeah. So I, you're wow. not allowed to be proud that you're from the South anymore. Yeah, I, I don't know what. Uh, Holy just, crap. Just, just living in Tennessee means you're racist. <laughs> Even if you were born in 1990, you're no, racist just, because you're from Tennessee. No, just being white means you're racist. Yeah, yeah, that's a better yeah. way of putting it. What are we going to do about white. Arlington? What are we, are we going to do about Arlington National Cemetery? You, you, you guys are familiar with that, right? Of course, it's the it's the military mm-hmm. cemetery there, and uh, it was established during the Civil War. Guess who owned it? I don't Robert know. Robert E. Lee's oh, wife, yeah. Oh, yeah, Mary Anna right. Custis <laughs> Lee. That was their farm, grand, right? A great granddaughter of Martha Washington. Mm-hmm. So now what are we wow. going to do? Well, not now what? Well, like Joe said, everybody's gone. Forget it. The mystery <laughs> will wife. exist. Yeah. The, the mystery. And again, I suppose it's going to sound like I'm piling on an Obama, but God, we had eight years of a black presidency. We're worse off now than we were before he was president. But we have Trump to blame for that. That's well, we Trump's. can't blame him, sure. But but it's it's <laughs> erroneous. I, I mean, he's getting blame for stuff he never did. Be... <sighs> Positive Thursday. <laughs> Here well, we well, go. Well, again, again, uh, taken on an individual basis, I find it easy not to develop deep concerns that a statue of Columbus came down. I would have preferred that it, that it had not been ruined. It was a nice piece of bronze artwork. I would have preferred that maybe it uh, could have been put somewhere. And I'm just babbling now. My point is, sure, I get it with Columbus. I can even get myself to, I like Jay's point about Bidet Makaska does speak to the history of la- that lake in Minneapolis better than Calhoun does. I get that. I get that. My, my objection to the virtue signalers who wanted to change that name was that they had no case. They falsely claimed that it was named for Calhoun because he owned slaves. That wasn't the case. Right. right. Woof. <laughs> You've heard my, there's no reason for me to reiterate my uh, line about Native Americans and how they've been treated since the get-go and uh, manifest destiny and all of that. Uh, you know, 99% of the time I fall down on their side of the argument. So when do we start with schools? You know, I went to Jefferson Elementary. So when oh, when is that going to be changed to that's already well, started, XYZ Chris. Elementary? I mean, all Chris, of them. All of them. Started. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's already started. I'm, it, I'm saying all of them. No, it, it, it's if the mystery is to be brought about, that's exactly what's going to happen. Yep. This will be an unrecognizable country. This will be a beige country. It'll be benign. It'll be meaningless. It will not have roots because the roots the country has will be found to have been falsely created by racists because they what were white. They, what would they prefer, <coughs> Such? I, I mean, take the case of Washington and, and the Revolutionary War and, and leading, leading us in battle. What would, and being our first president, what would they prefer? British rule? I, they, I don't understand. What? What? They haven't thought that far ahead. They, they would they would prefer that they be in charge, without well, having earned the right to be in charge. Well, we need to rename Washington D.C. before the end of the month. 
let's get that done. And, <laughs> you know, that that's how absurd this is to me. Right. We said this during the Calhoun kerfuffle. You could go around town. you got to change building names, street names, addresses, apartment building names, and it's all going to happen. It's going to happen because you have a political class that is aligned with the movement. You have a political class, uh, including Walls, who says he perfectly understands the Columbus statue coming down, perfectly understands it. Uh, These symbols are important, he says. You have people in the salon who think this is exactly what should happen, exactly what should happen. By the way, I I think Nakima Levy, Armstrong, what's her current name? Armstrong. Is it Is Armstrong in there too somewhere? It used to be, but then she was married. I thought it was Armstrong. Oh. You know what? We know I, what you mean. I'm going to really anger her today. Oh. Well, oh, you know why? You know why? You know I'm the only one in the building, right? So they're no, coming no. for me. You, you know how I'm going to anger? I think she's You're going closer to agree with her. She's oh. I, for the second time. She's closer than ever to realizing that she's a garage logician and doesn't know it. Explain. I'm going to leave you hanging with that. I'm going to leave you hanging with that oh, wow. while I re- while I remind you that EcoFund <laughs> Motorsports in Forest Lake is open for <laughs> delivery, open for a service, and open for sales. They can't deliver for you right now. They're too busy selling you the bicycles you need to capture America's latest leisure fad. And these are more than bicycles. These are Bintelli e-bikes with five levels of electric assist. The weather's gorgeous. Get up there and take a test drive. You're going to fall in love. They also sell the great scooters, the gas scooters that get about 75 miles to the gallon that turn every errand into an adventure. Great service department and a great service plan. You need your uh, uh, bicycle or scooter service. Tim sends a truck through uh, the metro area every day, picks up what needs service, takes it back to Forest Lake. They work on it. They bring it back to you. It's absolutely fantastic. They have helmets. They have clothing. They have Yamaha motorcycles. They have 4x4s and side-by-sides. They have great youth recreational machinery. But they got the bicycles. And you know damn well, if you ain't biking, you ain't been paying attention. Mm -hmm. Because that's what's happening out there. You can get it all at EcoFun Motorsports. It's right on Highway 61 because Garage Logic owns Highway 61. Right in downtown Forest Lake. I want to be, be back to tell you why Nakima is becoming a garage logician and doesn't know it. University of Garage Logic 98. College of Self Esteem. Zip. Nada. Nothing. Here's Joe Souchere. It's a one-stop, family-owned, third-generation body shop. Of course, the sole sponsor of Positive Thursday here at GL. Uh, You already know I'm talking about Schoonover Body Works and Glass in Shoreview, and Mike Schoonover is not on the line. I didn't bother calling him because, well, I want to talk about him behind his back. Uh, And don't worry, it's positive. I Googled. Here's what I did earlier today. I Googled Schoonover Body Works and Glass reviews to see what kind of stuff I could dig up. I found the usual stuff like uh, I've worked the most with Mike and Tom and both are caring and their customers. They give you what they need. Uh, another one, Mike uh, Schoonover himself called me on a Saturday to tell me exactly what I should expect with my not so perfect vehicle. But then I found this gem from GLer John, a Ram owner. Great people, 
is what it takes. Just by listening to Garage Logic, you can learn about your city's most valuable resources. Tom Nolan was very helpful for my circumstances and was willing to work out any kinks. I met the owner of Schoonover Body Works, shook his hand. Mike is very personable. The whole experience was painless. Five stars. I just got to thank you. Thank you, John, and thank you, GLers. We're, uh, we're overjoyed that you're having the same experiences that we have. Uh, you guys know what we know. Uh, Schoonover Body Works and Glass, they've been at it for 80 years and always rated as one of the best shops in the metro among GLers everywhere. When it comes to body shops, our choice at Garage Logic is SchoonoverBodyWorks.com. Uh, Laura, right? <laughs> you okay? Buddy. Perfectly healthy. Another hit from the bong. And he just did a three-minute ad. Kill the talent. Yeah. Let's go. Perfect health. Jesus. God almighty. <clears throat> Good morning, Joe. A friend of mine from grade school at St. Luke's. I went to St. Luke's. If we're talking about the same St. Luke's. Recently shared this message on Facebook. I find myself agreeing with Nikema in this instance. Political gaslighting by the likes of Lisa Bender has to be seen for what it is, a lame PR attempt to seek radical change for a cause she has, up until now, done nothing to combat during her six years on the city council. Uh, And here it is. A message from a fed-up black woman. God, I'm having Roycey-like gas attacks. (laughs) Excuse me, I'm sorry. uh, You want me to pull your finger? Is everything okay? A message no, from going to be okay. <laughs> a message from a fed-up black woman, dear white women allies. I know that many of you have been trying to find ways to have a positive impact in shifting the racial dynamics within our city, and helping to end police violence and oppression. Although far too many white women are still sitting on the sidelines, twiddling their thumbs, some of you are showing up and using your power and privilege to affect change. First, let me say thank you to those who are rolling up your sleeves, putting some skin in the game, and demanding justice. Second. It is not enough for white women to read books about racism, host book club meetings, hold discussions about racism ad nauseum. Third, it is important to use your privilege and power to challenge power, although it may be uncomfortable for you to do so. I am calling on you to step up because I am sick and tired of the political gaslighting, as Desrel and Cole call it, that we have been facing at the hands of many Minneapolis City Council members. In particular, I hold Lisa Bender accountable for the additional stress and anxiety that many of us endured these last few days. As City Council President, Lisa Bender has gone from one extreme to the next, focusing on bike lanes, etc., geared towards white people in this city, to now claiming that she would disband Minneapolis police to backtracking on national television. It is particularly frustrating to see that Lisa has been on the City Council for over six years and has not made police reform or overhauling the system a serious priority, despite having gone out to the 4th Sink. Fourth Precinct protests after Jamar Clark was killed and even doing media interviews about it. The plight of black people in this city has never been a priority for Lisa Bender, and now our pain is being used as a political tool to deflect attention from her own inaction on these issues, along with the rest of the city council. When I saw Lisa at George uh, Floyd's memorial service, it made me sick to my stomach, given that she has done nothing 
to address these issues. I have posted a link to city to Lisa's, Lisa's city council page so you can all see for yourselves that not a single thing that she lists as her priorities or accomplishments is connected to police reform. She lists her support for repealing spitting and lurking ordinances in 2015, but we drove that change as a community. Under her leadership, the city council has shown their disregard for black lives in part by awarding Justine Damone's family a whopping $20 million while awarding the families of Jamar Clark and Terrence Franklin less than a million combined. White women, I am calling on you to hold your fellow white women, white woman, Lisa Bender, accountable for her lack of leadership on policing issues and for the political gaslighting she has helped to lead in a time of crisis. Beyond that, Lisa has not reached out to multi-generational black leadership to hear our voices, our concerns, and what our community needs to heal and move forward. If you want to use your power and privilege to challenge power, please call and or email Lisa Bender beginning tomorrow morning and hold her accountable. Here is the phone number to her office, and then she provides a number. Thank you for listening and your support. Uh, see also Bike Lines or Black Bike Lanes or Black Lives by Toussaint Morrison. Uh, Nakima, uh, you don't know it, but you are calling her out for her residency in the salon. You are calling them all out for their residency. residency I think she does salon. know it. I, I, I hope think she, she does. does know it. The only thing she doesn't know is that she's a GLer. That's right. That's what I mean. <laughs> and I guess I didn't know it either. But she just echoed what uh, the Reverend Tim Christopher has been saying for years and years and years and years about the North Side. Nikima, they don't care. They Nikima, ain't going up there. Yeah. Nakima, I would tell you what I've been telling black people for 25 years. Quit telling them to pretend that they're doing you a favor. They haven't done a damn thing for you. Not one damn thing. And I, where I take issue with Nikima, uh, she uses the word privilege because a woman is right. I refuse to apologize because I'm white. You want to know why? I really didn't have a say in the matter. Right. It's, yeah. it's, I didn't have a say in the matter. I'm not going to apologize for being white. And I don't believe that, that that's given me privilege. It has. I believe it saddens me that my black peers have spent their life driving around and having to be extra cautious because they think the police might stop them. I, I, that saddens me. And, and black men of my age have endured what I can't imagine. But I, I, I guess you could say I've been privileged in that respect. But in terms of providing for my family and and creating achievements and being competitive and what have you uh, that has nothing to do with privilege that has to do with working hard and i refuse to apologize for that in any event that was my little off sidebar soliloquy in any event <laughs> nakima you see lisa bender and the rest of them for exactly what they are they're frauds they're, they're, in the, they're now living in the third rail of the political class. They have nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you, Nakima. Somebody listening, get this podcast in Nakima, please. I bet she'll come on with us after she hears this. Nakima, they have nothing to do with you. Nothing. So, And I've been saying it, Nakima, long before you have. Long before you have, and I'm white. Question for you. Uh, I was going to play devil's advocate and say, well, what has the Republican Party done for them? But then I realize that's probably a dumb question, and I would replace it with a statement. Each 
individual politician has to be looked at separate from their party. You look at the man and the issues, uh, the man or woman, and the issues that person um, stands behind. Well, if you want to say, Joe, sure, but if you want to get into local politics, city council, mayors, there are no Republicans. There are none. There are none. Right. And I'll go back to a statement that I said earlier in the week. What would the United States be like if instead of a brilliant leftist black president, we had a brilliant conservative black president? If we had a brilliant conservative black president, the salon would not exist. Things would be getting done. Uh, accountability would be upheld. Discipline would be expected. Fulfillment of the social contract would have been expected. Victim cards would not have been played. But we didn't have eight years of a conservative black president. Back to Nakima. Lisa Bender Nakima has no more ability or knowledge of how to change a police department than your pet cat. Or John's dog in the background. Or John's dog in the background. (laughs) Nakima, I've been saying what you just said for 20 years. These people have not done you a favor. And I wish black parents would go to educators and demand that the education system stop doing their children a favor. Uh, So, Nakima, welcome to Garage Logic. You're not even the first, you're not even the only black uh, resident of Garage Logic. That's one of the things that distinguishes us from the Prairie Home Companion in Lake Wobegon. We actually have black people who live here. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We actually have black people. (laughs) That is so well put. You are so right. Absolutely, I'm right. We have, so there are right. a lot of black GLers, Garrison. I don't think Garrison Keeler's ever seen a black person. Oh, God. <laughs> we're, we're diverse whether you like it or not. <laughs> Can't figure out why he won't want to come on. <laughs> not only won't he come on, he doesn't even acknowledge the invitation. Yeah. I still think that would be a great conversation. Oh, to it'd have. Be a flat, it would be I would love to. Cuffs. Uh, no, 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 I don't think it. Well, first of all, I could take him. And second, uh, <laughs> see, now that's why he's not coming on. <laughs> and second, my and dad second, can beat up your dad. No, and second, I would want it to be entirely civil. I would want it to be entirely civil. Yeah. I think it would be a fascinating conversation. Uh, and he wants no part of it because he's because he's garrison. So whatever. All right. That's okay. He's better that's than okay. the most of us. Yeah. Well, he's a better writer than me. I'll give him that. And I, I did. I did credit him one time. I thanked him for putting his money where his mouth is and opening an independent bookstore. The only books you could buy were his, but other than that, it was fantastic. (laughs) You you run that bookshop out of your garage, don't you, Such? You got about 10 copies of everything. Oh, yeah, I got it. You can get them. About 50 cents. (laughs) Kenny, what were you going to ask me? Uh, where do you and I and everybody that agrees with us stand in regards to the toppling of the Columbus statue? Uh, like you, I, I, I can't get worked up about it, and I see their point, and it's a point well made. And I, I think they probably did did the right Even if they didn't do the right thing, I, I get it. So where does that leave people like us, Such? By the time uh, that by the time the Washington and Jefferson statues are removed, and unfortunately they will be, uh, it'll be too late for us. Uh, again, the default button has become whiteness, 
And uh, the, the danger we face is in acquiescing to the toppling of the, the Columbus statue, we're, we're just opening the door for the next one. Yep. Like we're just opening the door. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I can't abide by that. But I, mean, I can't I, abide by getting down on the natives for doing what they did yesterday. I can't either. I can't either. You just so, wish there was somebody who could push a button and be reasonable about what should come down and what shouldn't. But that you're right, so Joe. It's never going to happen, is it? That it's was no, John. That was my question, yeah. John. So are, are we are we to approach every single monument, lake, school, statue differently? And well, this one's okay. This to, one's not okay. Well, let me re- you have let to, me, but, but that won't happen. Let me repeat what I've been saying. The deeper realization here is that half this country has been convinced to be aggrieved about one thing or another. That's a lot of people. That's 175 million people have been convinced to be aggrieved that their histories were written in falsehoods, that they want it rectified, and the default button will be whiteness. I'm not talking about white supremacy. You euphorians who love to listen but are afraid to tell your neighbors, that's not what we're discussing. We're not, it's not what we're discussing. The founding fathers happen to be white, and the country they created is the greatest country in the world, but you've got half the people convinced that isn't true. And you've got half the people in the country convinced that it isn't worth trying. You've got half the people in the country convinced that they're aggrieved and they intend to do something about it. So they're going to throw a rope around the neck of a Christopher Columbus statue and bring it down. And there are those of us who sit here in perfect reason and say, the Indians got a bad hand, man. Uh, I, can, I get it. I get it. I get, I, get, I get the people complaining about the Washington Redskins. I get it. I don't know how the Cleveland Indians continue to get away with it. I don't want to go down that well, road. Well, they did, just talking about their, sp- they did talk- change their logo, at least. Yeah. 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 No yeah. Chief Wahoo anymore. Right. I, I don't. That's boring. Talking about sports names is boring, so I don't want to go down that road. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, this isn't going to end, and we, we predicted that three years ago. Once you start down this road, once you start down the road of sanitizing American history, you must erase American history. That's where I take issue with emailer J. I believe this is the erasure of American history, soiled or not. Once you go down this road, it cannot be completed until the history is erased. There's no evidence that we should believe that I think we're done now. They got Columbus and they got Lake Calhoun. I think we're done now. We're good here. No, we're not. I know. There's a statue of Nathaniel Hale on Summit and Western. And I, I've, I've done my homework, and I don't think they can find anything about him. But the default position will be he's white. <laughs> and he's abusing a horse by sitting on it. It's going to come to that. We're not in happy times. And we, we, we have the wrong president for the wrong time in history. We, we need a president who uh, can address this. And uh, Trump's confusing Jefferson and Washington with Confederate generals. Uh, they're not the same people. You know, I've been sitting here thinking about how I would like this handled instead of erasing history. 
I, I personally would like to see this handled the way uh, the battlefield of uh, Custer's Last Stand is, is handled. You go there, you take a drive, you see the battlefield, you see everything about the American side, uh, Custer and uh, his troopers, and you see everything about the Native Americans, and you come away from it going, wow, mm-hmm. just stunned at mm-hmm. history mm-hmm. and no side is represented more than the other um you know obviously the native americans won that victory but as is made clear it was the beginning of the very very end for the native americans because that's after that battle uh, then of course the united states really turned up the heat and, and really increased the murdering and the extermination of uh, the native people and and it, it it's a great great education and i don't see why we can't do that for all of this stuff that they hate so much instead of erasing history let's talk about it let's learn from it let's move forward and not make the same mistakes but that's probably too simplistic. Who are the uh, four fellows on Mount Rushmore? Is it uh, Washington? Yep. Lincoln? Yep. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt? Yep. And don't tell me. Come on. Uh, Thomas Jefferson. Got a boy. Families, and I'm being deadly serious, uh, families who want to teach their children of the goodness of those people. Uh, pile in the station wagon this summer and go see Mount Rushmore because I don't have great hopes for its future. We're planning on doing that over the 4th of July weekend. Be- and yeah, I, I, I now feel the need to do it more now than ever. I just don't have great hopes for its future. Uh, it's a shame that I have to think that, but I... Uh, God, that's frightening. I believe we're on a mission to uh, bring about the mystery much faster than we ever thought. Nancy Pelosi's got every statue identified in the Capitol. It has to be removed. Uh, because they reflect the South. I'm sure that she'll succeed. I'm just glad that they all were had the ability to pose for that photograph. Uh, that was that was really nice of them. Uh, it, it, that That's the part, too, that drives me crazy. Wasn't they, that cultural appropriation, well, by that, the way? That's what I was yeah. wondering, because they sat, <laughs> yeah. they did it just to pander to the base, as they always do with everything that they yeah. decide to do. But how is that getting- okay? No, but weren't they wearing a weren't they yeah, wearing they a, a scarf that uh, I believe yeah. is germane to black culture? Yes, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think they have those scarves have a name. I don't know what they are. But, they were, uh, and they're getting a huge pushback on it. Yeah. Are they those, really? Those phonies, those phonies have no yeah. idea what they're doing. Yeah, where those phonies have no idea what they're doing. It's just a shame. Uh, swimming season's here uh, today, even it's despite the wind. Think of how fun it would be swimming in those two-foot swells, especially when your feet aren't going to get tangled up at the weeds, tangled up in the algae, and tangled up in the unidentified vegetation that's growing on your beach. That doesn't have to happen. Call Aquaside. They've been, uh, you know, they came into being in 1956, right in the middle of this hot streak we're having. Four straight days in 1956. This is day two of the record temperature, and Aquaside was founded in 1956. White Bear Lake Company. Their products are easy to use. They work right away. They're registered with both the EPA and DNR. They're safe for you, the fish, and your family. There's no need to let weeds overtake your lake or pond or the old swimming hole. Call them today. They'll identify your weed problem and make sure your place looks great all summer long. You can call them at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. They have a complete line of products. They're pellets. The pellets, the Aquaside pellets are the top seller. They work fast. They work well. And I want to sincerely thank 
all the GLers who are really, really helping us by patronizing our our clients. It's just been Boy. fantastic, and yeah. we appreciate it, and we thank, thank you. you. And you will love Aquaside, and you'll love what I have coming up next when we return. Here's a man that can finally go back to a restaurant, Joe Souchere. Hey, Joel, you should take the CP for a little date night to our friends at 30 Bales Restaurant in downtown Hopkins. They are open, baby. Uh, Tuesday through Thursday, 3 to 8.30. Friday and Saturday, 11 to 9. And then Sunday, 12 till 8. They have 50% seating inside the actual restaurant, but they have not one, but two patios outside of their facility. It's supposed to be an absolutely gorgeous weekend. So take the fam on over to 30 Bales Restaurant. They're, uh, they are a scratch Midwest kitchen, and their menu, which was a little bit smaller when they were offering for takeout, is much bigger and better than ever back. You can check it out all online right now. Go to their website, 30bales.com. The, uh, the deviled eggs are back in play and so much more and please tell todd and tom when you go there that you heard about it on the garage logic podcast here's john height thank you joe late wednesday night the minneapolis police federation issuing a statement saying it wants to be part of the process going forward for the first time since the death of george floyd the federation through the minneapolis police union's attorney acknowledged the death of floyd was a quote senseless and public rightfully expects That talk is not enough and changes must actually be made. Federation also noted the change needs to happen to prevent what they called another horrific event such as this or even less egregious types of misconduct. It went on to say the union has supported police reforms in the past but said it's not the fault of the union that those changes have not been successful. It said rather management has failed to implement those changes the parties agreed to make. Uh, One of the officers in the Floyd case released on conditional bail Wednesday night, Thomas Lane, who is facing charges of unintentional aiding and abetting second-degree murder, as well as aiding and abetting secondary manslaughter, was released from custody. Lane and three other, uh, two other, excuse me, officers had their bail set at $1 million without conditions or $750,000 with conditions. Lane's next court appearance will be on June 29th. Forgive me if you if I missed it, John, because I was looking up mm-hmm. something. Is, is Lane yeah. the, the one guy that said, hey, maybe you should roll off of yes. him? Yes. That's what I thought. Yes. Okay. He was the guy That's four it. days on the job. Oh, my God. Yeah, just started. Oh. And I'll repeat something from yesterday. You weren't here, John. I, I was. Total, total. Scan Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I was here. <laughs> Too late. We've made the donation. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to Tannis Thursday this week. <laughs> now <laughs> you know how it feels. Joe, they uh, they all kind of run together, don't they? Well, it's, it is. Let me let me go back to the beginning. This is GL number 400. There we go. Yes, it is. Nobody else in the pod business is doing what we do. That's right. No. That's true. Uh, That's true. I said yesterday, and John, of course, you heard this because you were here, <laughs> <laughs> that I think uh, people would enjoy more being a police officer realizing that they were working in an environment of accountability and responsibility. I believe they would enjoy that more instead of believing they were working in a separate entity cut off from the rest of us as an occupying force. I believe they would enjoy that. Um, and and Arredondo has got to get to the bottom of this. I, uh, I don't think he'll mind me sharing this. I had a conversation at length with a really good friend of mine that works for a department that will go nameless. 
He loves GL. He's listened to you, Joe, longer than I've been on the show with you. Mm-hmm. He said, is Joe out of his bleeping mind in regards to that? Really? Why? What do you mean? What do you uh, mean? Just saying that c- collective bargaining does have some issues, but it does protect a lot more of us than Joe realizes. That was the, the gist of what he was trying to tell oh, me. It would be so fun to get a police officer pro- on the line. And I agree. And I asked him I asked him if he'd do it. And the problem is not none of them want to get blackballed. That's that's the problem. Right. They don't want to go. Yeah. And they well, all you feel just, the you same just, way. You just, you just, you just exactly. rested my case. No. You just no. rested my case. They don't want to get blackballed by what? Their Uh, union? You're resting my case. No, but but Joe, I I think you've... Okay. Uh, All right. Well, keep going, Chris. Well, I I, I do agree with him. I think that part of it is, you know, there, there are certain cops that feel that they are protected in a way. And it does, yes. And he said Joe is right about certain aspects of it. Yes. Sometimes the union does protect the bad eggs, but it also protects us good ones. If, let's say someone gets promoted to sergeant or captain, and we might have a previous beef with them. They will make our lives a living hell or just get rid of us altogether. But this collective bargain, that we, or what we've collectively bargained, okay. has protected okay. my job. All right, thank so, you. John Height, continue. Oh, oh, well, wait, wait, Joe. What I don't want to wait. Is there... <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> Does he have a solution? How how under the the current guys do they get rid of the bad guys when it kind of seems pretty evident to all of us that they're not getting rid of the bad guys? How do we do that under the current situation? Chauvin's 17 disciplinary reports yeah. were never made public. Right, and that's part of the problem. Now, I agree with your copper friend. I'm assuming he's a copper. Yes, he is. I agree with your copper friend that, of course, they're entitled to protections from injustices. That, that won't be written out of any new agreement. That won't be written out of any new agreement. But get rid of the secret arbitration. Get rid of the fact that the police union hires the arbitrators they use to hear the cases. Yes, that is a big problem. And okay. He had, and he had acknowledged that very thing. It's like collective bargaining. The government sits across from the government. I'm the boss, and I don't have a say. I pay the bills, and you don't have a say in this. Collective bargaining in the government is wrong. That does not mean wiping out protections for injustices. It's a com- two different subjects. John Height? I did see uh, an interesting thing. You talked about Chauvin 17 complaints. Yeah. Uh, after the show was over yesterday, I was doing a little more research. Bob Kroll has 29 complaints. Ooh. Really? Yeah, wow. the head of the union. Mm-hmm. Anyway, an update. <laughs> and again, most of them don't have those complaints. That, yeah. That, yeah. Uh, update on the story we had yesterday. That Benton County bar that has the Confederate paraphernalia has oh. now been delisted again from Explore Minnesota, the state's official tourism website. Raleigh's Rednecks and Longnecks in Sauk Rapids had been removed from the site's listings after area residents objected to the displays of Confederate flags, posters, and signs. But after a review, officials of Visit Greater St. Cloud restored the listing, saying the displays didn't violate any of its policies. But yesterday, Wednesday, after further objections from the community, they took down the listing from the state website, saying they will learn, adapt, and grow from the criticism that they received. Uh, Where is this place, John? I'm going to solve this uh, problem for everybody. Okay, pal. Pal, rednecks are guys with sunburn necks as they work in the field, and long necks are a Texas beer. You're in the middle of Sauk Center. Call yourself Crappieville and get the hell out of there with your Confederate flag. Wasn't there also another backstory on the owner of that bar, John, that I might have heard? 
Yes, he uh, he was in an altercation with a group of African American fellows and ran oh, yeah. them over. Yeah, yeah. Remember, that's him. Yeah. I'm sorry, it was Sock Rapids, not Sock Center. My fault. Close yeah. enough. Sock Rapids. But further uh, the, away from me, so I appreciate it. Yeah. The, <laughs> the debt of the federal government topped $26 trillion for the first time yesterday. Positive. Tuesday, excuse me. <laughs> what it climbed to, and wish me luck, I'm going to try and do this number, okay? It yeah. climbed to $26 trillion, $3 billion, $751,000,000. $544.91, according to data released by the Treasury Department. Good job, Department. Johnny. <laughs> Pretty damn you. good, John. I, got, I was a little frightened. By I know you were. Story, but yeah, it's we a good are. thing the entire country is so distracted that nobody knows or cares about it right now, huh? Well, the, Gee, the really weird... Go ahead, I'm sorry. Weird part about this is uh, the federal debt had topped $24 trillion for the first time in April of 2020. That was $24 trillion, so we've gone up $2 trillion since April 20th. Oh, <sighs> you're oh. kidding me. Oh. No, no, I, I wish thought I, I was having problems paying bills. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know what, John? That actually is positive for me personally. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel so bad now. Former National Security Advisor John Bolton says he plans to move ahead with publication of his memoir about working in the Trump White House, despite a new warning from the administration that it contains classified material and needs to be further revised. The letter from a White House lawyer Wednesday arrived just two weeks before the room where it happened. A White House memoir is set to go on sale, and as Bolton is negotiating media appearances to promote the book, Letter said Bolton would be provided with a redacted manuscript by June 19th, only four days before the book is supposed to go on sale. In response, his lawyer said he has scrupulously complied with national security requirements and expects the book will be available June 23rd as planned. The publisher of the book, Simon & Schuster, has already shipped copies to warehouses around the country in preparation. I looked it up. Uh, in, in our, our wildly spending Democrats uh, and Republicans, uh, it was kente cloth. Is that how you pronounce it? Kente cloth. Yes. Kente cloth. Yeah. That's yeah. what they yeah. were wearing to honor yeah. George Floyd. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I get uh, to wear this, one of those. No, you do not. <laughs> this probably will not make his boss happy. Army General Mark Miley, the nation's top military officer, said Thursday morning he was wrong to accompany President Trump on that walk through Lafayette Square that ended in a photo op at a church. He said his presence, quote, created a perception of the military involvement in domestic politics. I should not have been there, he said in remarks to a National Defense University commencement ceremony. That walk through the park on June 1st to pose with the Bible at a church came after authorities used pepper spray and flashbangs to clear the park and the streets of largely peaceful protesters. Miley said his presence in the photogra uh, photographs compromised his commitment to a military divorced from politics. Is Trump beginning his rallies next week? And I believe he is in Oklahoma. Yes. Well, How many people in the stands are going to have Confederate flags? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the other thing he's taking static about, it's on Juneteenth, the, the yeah. cele African-American celebration. And it's in Tulsa, which is, of course, where the big massacre was the race massacre that we've talked about in the past in 1921 so he's taking some static about that okay uh i, I don't know if it was intentional on his part i, I won't speculate for the president no that's, yeah, that's not probably, probably uh so speaking of that uh a gentleman by the name of wesley yang i'm not familiar but he tweeted the following it's a side-by-side -side photo of two different articles that were published at npr's uh website 
And the first was, this was posted June 8th at 5.54 p.m., Trump to restart political rallies this month despite coronavirus pandemic. Uh, 14 minutes earlier, that same website had posted the following headline. Even in a pandemic, WHO believes that public protests are important. Really? <laughs> really? The same, the same website. Wow. With the two full, and they're side by side. It's wow. Well, it goes just what you were saying about the New York Times yesterday. Yeah. That's funny. Cases of COVID-19 rising in nearly half the states of the U.S., according to a new Associated Press analysis, 21 states showing the uptick. In Arizona, hospitals uh, there getting it the worst right now have been told to prepare for the worst, and they're already almost full. Texas has more hospitalized COVID-19 patients than at any time, and the governor of North Carolina says recent jumps cause is, are causing him to rethink plans to reopen schools and businesses. The experts say there's no single reason to explain all of the surges. They say in some cases, more testing has revealed more cases. In other outbreaks, the local outbreaks are big enough to push statewide tallies higher. Uh, the virus, according to Dr. Jay Butler, who oversees coronavirus response for the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, is also now fanning out, he says. He said it's not like there's an entire continental seismic shift and everyone feels the shaking all at once. How not to stop the coronavirus early Monday morning? A large tree was found blocking both lanes of Highway 61 near the Cook County line well up the North Shore, intentionally cut for the purpose. Sheriff's Office says it's believed uh, this was taken to make sure no more visitors came to the area because of concerns of spreading COVID-19. <laughs> this ought to do it! <laughs> Until this week, Cook County was one of the last two counties in Minnesota that had yet to report a case of COVID-19. <laughs> that changed Wednesday afternoon when Cook County health officials reported the county's first confirmed case. The infected person identified as a male resident of the county in his 30s. As for the tree, Sheriff Pat Eliason said the stunt was reckless, dangerous, and uncalled for. Minnesota Department of Transportation crews were called to haul the tree away. Anyone who has info on the incident is asked to call authorities. I'm surprised one of my pickup driving peeps uh, didn't take care of it because all those guys up there, they all have uh, truck saws. <laughs> right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> they live in the woods. You never know when the road's going to be blocked. They all carry chainsaws. <laughs> uh, Johnny, this from John Croman of CARE 11. Minnesota National yes. Guard has reported that fewer then 10 soldiers and airmen that were deployed to the Twin Cities have tested positive for COVID-19. Out good. of the 5,000-plus tests that were processed wow. so far, about That's 400 cool. samples still being processed. Yeah, let's hope good. for a full recovery there. Yeah, yeah. Good. Uh, bald men appear to be at a higher risk for suffering severe coronavirus symptoms. Oh. Risk factor. You got that wig on, Such? Yep. Keep that wig on. <laughs> glue that thing down, baby. <laughs> I'm going to glue her down in this wind. <laughs> that and Diet Coke. Uh, it's going to take care of it. Professor Carlos Wambier of Brown University said, we really think that baldness is a perfect predictor of severity. The link emerged the during hell studies. Is BS! <laughs> Johnny, God Link, almighty. Johnny, congratulations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the link emerged during studies trying to show why men suffer worse than women from the virus. Scientists think that androgens, male sex hormones like testosterone, may boost the ability of coronavirus to attack cells. Hmm. The same androgens are also understood to be behind baldness, making it a signal of vulnerability to the disease. In one study, almost 80% of coronavirus patients in three Madrid hospitals were bald, according to The Telegraph. 
The link is now being called the Gabrin sign after the 60-year-old follically challenged ER doctor Frank Gabrin, who died in the Harlem apartment in late March. The trend could spark a positive outcome. However, numerous studies are seeing if treatments to suppress the hormones may help slow down the virus. I'm damn near at ponytail length, so I don't care. I'm all right. <laughs> haven't got the cut yet, huh? Nope. Go full no, George Carlin either. on it. That's what you should do. No. Well, okay. let, me, let, me, let me give you a little insight here. Okay. A little insight. <laughs> here we go. So the CP gave me a haircut five weeks ago. Oh, isn't that nice? If not longer nice. than that. I bet that was fun. And now... Uh, <laughs> And now I need another haircut again, but she's not saying anything. Secretly, I think she's taking credit for the good haircut and doesn't want to cut it. I think I, I think she likes this long hair. She's going to quit while she's huh. ahead. Is that I what you're saying? So. I think so. Okay. Yeah. I haven't had my hair cut since February, and it's uh, it's out of control. Yeah. I, I got the same problem. I need to get it cut. It's but, Chris, lot. you can do what I can. You can just break out the, the, the electric razor deal and take it down yeah and I, I mean that that's how i've been doing i it. probably will at some point because it's when it gets hot i hate having long hair oh god a you gotta keep your appearances up now that you're a sex symbol on the uh, jason oh yeah and thanks Alexa. a lot right. for that by the way that. yeah they, nice. they called me this morning joe because jason wanted to discuss town ball and so then he put out a photo of me when i was still in shape by the way uh, on Twitter, and now all the my talk gals. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Now all the my talk gals are drooling all over me. Thank, really? Thanks, it's, Jason. That you doesn't should, happen with you me. Should re, you should see the responses, Such. It is. Uh, he opened a lot of eyes this morning. Yeah, but see, Kenny, you're failing to realize one thing. There's just one little problem with that. Uh, when the wife gets home and she uh, she pulls open the social media because he's usually doing all that stuff at the end of the day i'm, I'm gonna end up paying for that one later one, tonight. one response here such um wh- uh, wow how tall is he to which i responded not sure but he does have big feet <laughs> god <laughs> stop it <laughs> come on let's go here A a seafood restaurant in Massachusetts is sparing an incredibly rare orange lobster it received in a recent wholesale delivery, and they'll donate the crustacean to a local aquarium. Arnold's Lobster and Clam Bar in East Ham revealed the rare catch on social media on Sunday. The creature's orange coloring is caused by genetic mutation. It only occurs in about one of every 30 million lobsters. Wow. How does it taste? Probably pretty good. I love lobster. Oh, I do too. We should uh, pass along congratulations to the University of Minnesota's Max Meyer. He yeah. was selected as the number three pick in the Major League Baseball draft. The Miami Marlins taking him. Meyer's the first gopher to be drafted that high since Paul Molitor. Paul Molitor. Yep. Yeah, back in 1977. How high was, was Winfield, Johnny? How high was Winfield? That I don't know. I guess yeah, I could look it up. Sorry, Johnny, Winfield that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> He was before Molitor, though. Joe, you're in a hurry, aren't you? Yeah. I guess I guess I got stuff to do here. I got stuff to do. I'll just be quiet. I guess you're not going to stick around and chat, huh, John? No, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to leave now. I don't know if I don't know if it's today, but one of these days I got to get back out to Schmel's countryside in Maplewood. I don't have a fall car yet. I know it's only June. What is today? June 11th. But yep. they've got such a tempting deal, you might want to take advantage of it now at Schmel's Countryside in Maplewood on the southeast quadrant of Highway 36 and 61. Zero percent interest for 72 months 
and a 120-day payment deferral for all 2019 and 2020 Volkswagens, including the Atlas Cross Sport. That's uh, VW's newest. 0% interest for up to 60 months on certified pre-owned vehicles. 8.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Saturdays, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. What you do is go to the websites and you pick out the car you're most interested in, and you call for your own personalized sales appointment. Go to SchmelzVW.com, SchmelzAlfaRomeo.com, SchmelzFiat.com. Pick out the car you're most uh, taking a fancy to, and then call them at Schmelz Countryside and get your personalized sales appointment. 651-243-4316. It's where I buy my cars and have for quite a while and will continue to Schmel's Countryside Volkswagen, Alfa Romeo, and Fiat. Hey, with everything going on in the world, maybe a little getaway is in order. Why don't you head on over to Siren, Wisconsin, where we'd love it if you could book a tee time with our partners at Siren National Golf Club. It's just a 90-minute drive from the cities. You can play around in a beautiful, natural setting away from the noise and the news. Go up, recharge, refresh, and be home in time for dinner. Our friends Jeff and Sarah, they're the owners and our true diehard GLers, and they are fully open now. Clubhouse, beverage cart, they are all good to go. They even have charging ports in the carts if you really want to stay connected. It's a beautiful 19-hole championship course. Yes, they have an extra hole. You really have to see the beauty of this course for yourself. Check out a hole-by-hole video tour at the website right now, sirennational.com. It's perfect for both veteran and beginner golfers. It's also extremely affordable. Jeff and Sarah have price rounds very fair. They want people to have fun without breaking the bank. Book your tee times now at sirennational.com. Get up there and say hi to Jeff and Sarah and let them know that Garage Logic sent you. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. Okay, time to lay some honesty on you here. Uh, DKMags.com on on Old Aid up in uh, New Brighton and Monticello Pond and Gun, they offer firearms, ammunition, accessories for law-abiding citizens of Gumption County and everywhere else. And I, I just have to be honest, I can't lie to you, the, the show needs DK Mags more than they need us because business is booming right now for all of the obvious reasons. You GLers are keeping them busy, but that's not going to stop me from singing the praises of the crews at DKMags.com and Monticello Pond and Gun. They offer us solid facts and sound advice on everything related to firearms, ammo, and accessories. What are you thinking? Personal protection? Yeah. Home protection? Yeah. Hunting or sporting competitions? Yes, yes, and yes to whatever else you're thinking right now. The GLers at DKMags.com and Monticello Pond and Gun, they're here to help all of us out. And if you're in law enforcement or in the military or veteran thereof, we need you, and thank you. Uh, And you're going to earn another 5% discount. DKMags.com in New Brighton or Monticello Pond and Gun, a couple of wonderful shops for GLers run by GLers. Good luck. Governor Tim Walz is calling the Minnesota legislature back for a special session starting tomorrow to deal with issues surrounding George Floyd's death and the coronavirus pandemic. And Walz is extending his peacetime emergency that gives him broad powers to handle the state's coronavirus response. Any extension required Walz to call lawmakers back to St. Paul. 
After a governor calls a special session, it's up to the lawmakers to decide how long it will last. Some lawmakers have speculated this special session could last months as they grapple with police accountability and economic recovery. Uh, we can leave when we get the people's work done, Walls said. Uh, he seems to be enjoying this these emergency power declarations. Yep, he that, sure uh, does. Keep him in the uh, keep him in the driver's seat. Can I share one really quick thing from you? And I promise it's not a great town ball story, but it yeah. does relate to it. Yeah. A guy by the name of David Jones uh, he tweeted the following: "Her, I like guys who like to live dangerously. Me." Well, I'm planning on going to the baseball field during phase three of Stay Safe Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Such, are you funny. down with the, uh, Are you down with this? What, what Walls is proposing, the extension thereof? No, I, I've, I've, I, uh, Walls and I have parted ways. Yeah, uh, I've, yeah, it needs to be over. Yeah. Well, I parted ways with him on the on the most violent Friday of the protests when there was no well. response. That's yeah. when I, I decided. Well, it was an embarrassment is all yeah. it was what it was. Yeah. Uh, only because they come to us all the way from Mumbai, India. Tom Aliman reports on this date in Minnesota history. And on this date in 1877, the Tom Brown Football Association, an exclusive club for football players, was formed in Minneapolis. And on this date in 1899, in an effort to control... Speeding bicyclists, the St. Paul Police Department established a squad of 12 bicycle officers to patrol, the ro- to patrol the roads and sidewalks, keeping the public safe from scorchers. The speed limits are set at 6 miles per hour on sidewalks <laughs> and 8 on streets. Isn't that something? Wow. Well, I didn't know we had that? a... That was in 1899. Wow. Did they have those funny big wheel bikes? They must have. <laughs> Isn't that something? I didn't know we had a bicycle patrol as long ago as 1899. Wouldn't it be cool to have one of those old speed limit signs that says eight? Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. would be fantastic. And uh, Sherry, you know, Sherry, our friend Sherry, who's had trouble with the with the Grunhofer's meatloaf. Oh, in the RV, yeah. She said, Joe, it sounds like Kenny is curious as to my level of blondness. I didn't. I didn't think. She says I didn't think you'd want the details, but since Kenny asked, yes, the gas was turned on. I'm not out of the okay. woods though. Apparently, when you turn the knob on the oven to pilot, you needed to push it in too. Once I pushed that handy dandy button in, <laughs> I, I was able to light the pilot. Ta-da! Oh. Pushing back Sherry, in I, aisle. I'm Pushing back side, in Sherry. aisle, Minnesota, Sherry. Of course, she's talking about those. Honest to God, have you ever seen something to become so relished as oh. the Grunhofer's meatloaf? I know. It's my amazing. God We've created heaven. a monster is what we've done. <laughs> and it's your fault. I your know, fault. I'm, I'm sorry. I is can't, it officially called Reaver's Meatloaf yet? I think it should be, but I cannot believe I posted that photo of the uh, of the bacon-wrapped smoked meatloaf on Twitter, and now everybody else is wanting the recipe to which I said wrap bacon around it and put it in the smoker. There isn't really a recipe. No. That's Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. That's everything you need to know. It's right there at the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. Brats, burgers, steaks, sliders, ham, bacon. You get the bacon and you figure out how to cook that with the meatloaf. If you don't believe me, look at the pictures Reavers has tweeted. It's a, truly a feast for kings. And we're not kings. We're just GLers. And all of that great, great product is available at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats on Highway 61 in Hugo. Hail the Flashlight King.
Hail, Hail you. you. Remember the recording of the lady yelling and banging a pot at the bear that was eating her mm. kayak? Remember yes. that? I have yeah. an idea. If we do away with the police force, we can hire a bunch of folks to go to crime scenes to do just that. <laughs> felon, felon, stop <laughs> shooting that guy. Felon, felon, stop that now. All After all, criminals just need a good chastising. Oh, I'm that's trying from, to find it That's now. from Bert. That's from Bert. Bear, stop, stop it, it, Bear. Stop it, eating my kayak. <laughs> yeah, what a... <laughs> well, people losing sight with nature is what that was. Was that our first one, by the way? Our first losing sight with nature? No, I have no idea. I haven't kept a file on that. I haven't kept a file. Thank you for leaving my kayak alone. <laughs> I'm going to pepper spray you in the face. She's talking to me, bear. That's what I'm going to do to you. Oh, no. Ooh. Oh, don't make him mad. Hold tight. I don't remember this part. I think this is the beginning. Come on! Here we go. I love that she calls him Bear like that's his name. <laughs> that's so precious. You know, there is so much there to be mined. Oh, yo, That's the voice yo. of a Minneapolis City Councilwoman. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. It really is. There's so much there to be mined. That's the voice of the modern American millennial. It really is. It's just extraordinary. It's just extraordinary. That's a gift to us to open our eyes as to the folly of an emotional walkthrough. Don't life. you think that doesn't part of you want to hold out hope that that's got to be a bit? Hell it's no. so over the top. There's uh, no way that that's real. This is where your cynicism fails you. That was as yeah. real oh, as yeah. daylight. And you're right. That's as real as daylight. Bear! Stop it, bear! <laughs> Why are you doing it? Like she wants an answer. Are you, yeah. Lady, what ward does she represent in Minneapolis, I oh, wonder? Oh, is she, is she five or six, Kenny? What I do you think, think it's six. I think it's six. Yeah. She could be the president of the council. <laughs> yeah. It, it yeah. reminds me of the people I see out in Yellowstone that pull over and get out of their cars and start giving the bear direction. Back up a little bit. Yeah. Back yeah. up. Okay, right there. Hold. Hold right there. I got to get a selfie. <laughs> Burger King restaurant, this is from Tim. Burger King restaurants in Italy have created a social distancing Whopper, which is loaded with three times the usual amount of onions. This is a true story. <laughs> the idea is that the stench of onions on the person's breath after eating it will keep people far away from them. The idea of a social distancing Whopper has inspired me to create a social distancing phone app that could be used in any restaurant. You set the phone down on your table, and at random intervals, it emits the sound of a Roycey-like gas attack. You will, see, you will soon see your fellow patrons pick up their trays and move away from you. On a positive note, this technology may well represent the first time that Roycey audio and cell phones have been used in a constructive manner. But um boom boom People are really upset at Friday's phone calls. I can't wait till tomorrow to see which storm he'll be enduring. Well, I love, too, that he's like, I don't go. What's the problem? Well, you're in a building downtown. Yeah. yeah. Or you're in a parking ramp. Burp, 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 burp. And we call him at the same time every week. Yep. He's a, <laughs> he's a beauty. Yeah. He's all ours, and we ain't trading. That's right. I hope, uh, uh, I want to yeah. uh, circle back to something I said at the beginning of the show. Uh, 
I really want to talk to Nakima uh, Pounds. I'll reach and out. Do it again. And, will. But will somebody, I bet somebody in the vast GL audience could entice her or get a hold of a friend of hers to entice her to listen to today's GL podcast. If and anything, if, she'll reach ears that have not heard her before. That's right. And in the event she listens to it, I bet she'd come to her senses and come on the show with us. And she's a, well, as she's long a, as you're polite. I always am. I always well, you am. Just, you just took a backhanded swing at her. Stop that. Well, no, he's only mean no, to I us, didn't. Kenny. It's, I mean, he's I did always not, nice I to did, guest. No, 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 I did not take a backhanded swing at her. I want come her to realize she's a GLer now, and she doesn't okay. know it. All right. All right. <laughs> She might reject that affectation, but uh, that doesn't stop me well, from believing she's a she's a GLer. Mm-hmm. So some of the people on your staff reject that affectation. Right, right. <laughs> well, not me. I'm the mayor. We're all in, Joe. Yeah. We're all in. We're all in. Well, I'll tell you what, gang. I'm going to get out in that wind and hit the ball. Got a point. Go yeah. get it. Knock Go get around, it. Suji boy. Yeah. Well, make your stop on your way home at Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, by the way. you got to oh, get yeah. a load up for supplies for the weekend. And also, GLers, don't forget, if you haven't done so already, to download the PodMN app. It's the only podcast app made for Minnesota. You can find past episodes of GL and others about local sports, news, comedy, true crime, and so much more. There's also a chance to win rewards every time you listen. Download the app today in Apple or Google Play stores. PodMN. Listen local. And Reavers, yes, sir. Uh, is Nakima Levy Pounds a GLer? There's your headline. Oh, I like that. All right, I like that a lot. Bye, hey, boys. We'll talk to you tomorrow. The yeah. Garage Logic Podcast.